For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Well, today we are heading uh, back into Matthew chapter 21. And uh, we're going to start off by reading what is taking place. Jesus has cleansed the temple. He's healed some people. And he's, he, he left. He's come back back into Jerusalem. And he has an encounter with the religious leaders. So let's, uh, let's take a look there. Chapter 21. And we're going to start in verse 23. So let's read this today. When Jesus returned to the temple and began to teach, began teaching, the leader, leading priest and elders came up to him. They demanded, by what authority are you doing all these things? Who gave you the right? I tell you by what authority I'm doing these things, if you answer one question. Jesus replied, did John's authority to baptize come from heaven or was it merely human? They talked among themselves. If we say it is from heaven, he will ask us why we did not believe John. But if we say it's merely human, we'll be mobbed because the people believe John was a prophet. So they finally replied, we do not know. Jesus re responded, then I, will not, I won't tell you by what authority I do these things. <laughs> so he has this encounter. And, and, and what is happening here, I want to just dialogue a little bit about, is that they're trying to provoke him. He, he has cleansed the temple. He has been healing people. And, and really, it's a cleansing of the temple that, that they are questioning. They're really questioning by what authority. They're trying to provoke him into an argument and to, again, trap him. I don't know if you've ever been in that situation before where somebody's tried to provoke you into something. Uh, I remember a time when I was in grade nine, I'd moved to a new school and I was walking into, a, into my classroom, into a portable, and the kid was walking out. And as we were passing each other, I could see that he, he, was, he, was, he was angling towards me and I tried to move out of the way, but we, we met at the doorway and I couldn't get out of his way and he bumped shoulders with me and, and kind of went like that. And and I was startled by it. I didn't know this kid. And he, he looked at me and he says, I don't like you. Okay. <laughs> and I, I walked on and sat down. Well, a few days later, things start to escalate. And I walk into my mechanics class and, and, and we walk into one door and there was a little entryway. And then there were two doors. One went to mechanics class and the other one went to the metal shop class. And, uh, and here... Here he was standing there, same guy standing there with his two buddies, and they were blocking my way into mechanics class. And then he looked at me and he said this. He says, he goes, I hear that you, uh, you've been telling people you can beat me up. And again, I'm taken back by this, and now my heart is pounding because I'm in this small little space, three guys, and I'm thinking, I'm, I'm going to die here. I'm going to die. And I, and I just quickly said, Lord, help me. I just threw up this prayer, Lord, help me. And, uh, and this this, this, this thought came to me, kind of a thought question came to me, and I looked at him and I said, I said to him, hey, do you think that if I thought that I, I, thought that I could beat you up, that I'd actually be going around telling people? And, and he kind of looked at me, and then I said, if I thought I could beat you up, I certainly wouldn't be talking about it. I would have already done it. And, and again, he just kind of stared at me, and then I just walked right through them and into my class. And, 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 and I remember being, I was stunned, he was stunned, but 
it de-escalated the thing, and the kid never bothered me again. He, he, he never tried to, to, uh, to fight with me or anything. And definitely God gave me kind of that question, like Jesus. He de-escalates the situation by asking the question, why, 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 why what authority did John the Baptist baptize? Now, uh, why did he ask that question? Why did Jesus ask that question? Why did he, at this point in his ministry, we know in Scripture that it's getting time to where he is, he is going to be facing death on the cross. And, and it's at the end of his ministry that he brings back John, John the baptism, Baptist and, and him being baptized. So why is he bringing that up? Because of this. Because it was what took place at his baptism. It was there that God spoke from heaven and said, this is my son in whom I am well pleased. So what the Pharisees would say that he was, that John had the authority to do what he was doing and to say what he was saying, it was then that they would have to acknowledge who Jesus was. Because the real question was, the real question wasn't by what authority, the real question is, is are you the Messiah? Are you, and, and Jesus is saying, you know, go back here. The authority that I do this with is the authority that comes from being the Messiah. And that was acknowledged by God the Father himself at my baptism. So it's, a, it's an important question that Jesus asks, establishing himself again as being the Messiah. Well, Jesus goes on from there, and he, he talks and he tells a story about two sons, that the, that, that this, that the father comes to two sons at two separate times, and, and he asks them to work. And the first son says to the father, no, I'm not going to go work. And then, and then he goes off and he works. The second son says to the father, yeah, I'll go work. I'll go do the work that you've asked me to, but he never does. Jesus then follows up with this, and let's look at his reply to this. I think it's really important, and we'll find it in verse 28. Uh, Actually, excuse me, we'll find it uh, in verse 31, and Jesus says this, I tell you the truth, corrupt tax collectors and prostitutes will get into the kingdom of God before you do. For John the Baptist came and showed you the right way to live, but you did not believe him, while task collectors and prostitutes did. And even when you saw these hap- this happening, you refused to believe him and repent of your sins. And so he says, you know, which son actually did what he was asked? And they replied, the first son. And then he goes on and he says, yeah, you know, uh, the, the first son represents prostitutes and tax collectors. And, and, and maybe at first they didn't re- respond to the message, but then they did. They repented. Then the second son represents them as Pharisees, where they know the truth. They know what is right. Outwardly, they, they, are, they are acting as if everything is right, doing everything right, but inwardly, they're not. And the first group, outwardly, they were acting uh, that everything wasn't right inside. They were acting their own selves and what they wanted, and something had to happen inside. You know, what I take away from this is not only that Jesus is the Messiah, but I have to stop and ask myself the question, do any of these two sons represent me? Is there anything in my life that I, I would identify? Maybe not, but I think it's good to pause and ask, us, ask ourselves a question. So let me finish off this way. Son one, outwardly, 
he, he or she is living a life that is not pleasing to God. Is that me? Am I, do I have language in my life that is not right? Do I, am, I, am I living a lifestyle that is not right? Am I viewing things that are not right? And if so, I need to be like son one. I need to repent and I need to turn and I need to change and I need to do what God has asked me to do. Son, son two, am I son two? Am I on the outside showing that I'm doing everything right? I am going to church, I am praying, I'm even reading my Bible, but inside something's not right. Maybe I'm holding a grudge against somebody. Maybe I am I have a lifestyle that nobody really knows about, but God and I do know. Maybe there's an attitude that needs to change. Outwardly, I am showing that I'm doing everything right, but inwardly, I'm not. Both need to repent. I think it's good sometimes to pause and be honest before God. Actually, not sometimes, but all the time to pause and be honest before God. And then we need to make changes. We need to do what Jesus says. We need to do what John the Baptist says. Repent. That's what we need to do. Lord Jesus, help us. Help us to find ourselves in that place where we are willing to be honest before you. And Lord, if we're son one, where we just flat out are saying, no, I don't want to change. God, that's not a place that we need to be. We need to come to repentance. We need to make changes because that is what is pleasing to you and what is best for us. But Lord, help us also not to be like son two, where on the outside it's showing that everything is right, but on the inside it's not. Help us to not live in denial, but truth. And in truth, we are set free because we're willing to repent and turn to you. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Lord bless you.